0: All right, so the Raiders got themselves a W on the opening game at Allegiant Stadium on Monday night. What a gong show that game was. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, with you in Vegas. Chris Bavona, our wonderful producer, is back in New York. Uh, We're thrilled to be with you in this hour. Female is going to join us. Hour number two, Tony Neville from Treasure Island will join us in studio. Love and Life Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. With you to 4 Eastern when Scott Farrell takes the reins. Now, Stevie, as we think back on this game last night, Raiders get the win. Fun, entertaining. I just, I know, I'm belly laughing. I mean, the Raiders think they win a the game in overtime. They spot the ball at the 1. Quarterback sneak. It's at like the 10-inch line. Raiders already think they got the game won, and then the rookie lineman, you get a false start, and they don't get it in. You kick a field goal, now here's Lamar Jackson going to run down the field and beat you, and the bottom line is he turns the football over. So it was a wild, wild deal, and the Raiders do get the win, and then he throws the touchdown pass to Zay Jones. Well, I'm joking on Twitter, Stevie, after they messed up at the one-inch line. They get the fumble recovery. On Twitter, I put out, kick the field goal now before something else stupid happens. And he was going to kick it on second down. And then they they ended up with a delay of game. And they come back on the field and they throw a touchdown pass. I mean,
1: you can't make that stuff up. That was crazy. It it felt like an episode of the Keystone Cops on a football field, Brian, to me. I, I just... I, I was not impressed with either team. I mean, I, I don't know. There were good things out there. Carved through for 435 yards. Uh, the, the the Ravens, I don't understand why the Ravens' defense didn't do something to prevent the tight end and, and that shallow cross. I mean, do something. He, he was open all night. I mean, the, the, the Raiders should have won by 35 just throwing that little dump off to, to Waller across the middle. Well, I, I don't know. I watched that game.
0: I do believe the Ra- the Ravens defense got winded. I think they got really tired. You know, it's the opening game. I I just whatever. I, I think they got winded. But my friend, I got to tell you, is football still football? I and, I, I and you know I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. The running backs. There's I mean, no well, running back these, anymore. Well, no, that they're throwing the ball like this ridiculous amount of time. Correct. I. I mean Derek Derek Carr's 3456. I yeah. mean Jacobs 10 carries 34 yards, Drake, Drake carried it 6 times. I just for the life of me I was like I don't know. I guess every game could be a one off and this is what you're giving you. I mean as a Bills fan I'm watching that game and the Steelers get the win and I'm like what are these coaches doing? The Steelers are playing nickel and dime defense. Because they're terrified of Josh Allen, and the Bills never ran the ball until the fourth quarter, and then Singletary's ripping off
1: 15-yard runs. I, where, where did the running game in football go? Well, I think the rules, Brian, are, are being uh, tweaked in such a way uh, to promote the passing game. I think the, the NFL wants you know the ball in the air— and lots of touchdowns scored, they think that'll generate more fans, more viewers, da-da-da. Um, well, so, so now may, running may the football's be. gone. I'm sorry. I, I don't like it. I, that's on the I, coaches,
0: man. That's on the coaches. I mean, you know, I mean, offensive linemen dictate your will. And if you run the ball, it makes your quarterback better. If the guy's in the – well, here, let me let me ask you this one. I watched the Raiders do this three times. It was like I was watching Texas Tech. Yeah. No, I. what happened to the short yardage? You know, the fourth and one, they go for it. Jacob's standing next to Carr, inside handoff. That's my. That's always my beef with the, with the Bills. They said, oh, Singletary and the running backs weren't good enough. I go, no, the running backs are fine. It's line up and run the ball. The, you give the ball to the running back when he's standing still. And then he right. starts running. If the running back's running downhill and picks a hole, he's got to get forward yardage and, and even drive through guys. But and the the Raiders did it like in every short yardage situation, it was like a draw. It was like an inside hand. What happened to lining up and run the football?
1: I completely agree, Brian. I, I don't know if I don't know if the offensive linemen don't how to run block anymore. I I, I think I, I'm I'm with you too. The the back should be farther back so that when he gets the ball, he's already at full speed. Um, I, I don't understand. You're, you're at the one yard line. You should be able to punch that in. It was fun. It was entertaining. Ra- Listen, Raiders get
0: the win. The AFC West, they all won. Quite a start to the NFL season. Quite a start to Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slaughter, Series 204, Sports Radio Network. Vinny Maliulo, he's in the on
2: deck circle. Don't go anywhere.
0: We're hanging in Las Vegas, as is our next guest, our dear friend Vinny Maliulo at VCN. Vinny, Our friends at Oasis, uh, if you're coming into Vegas, believe me, the sports book directors, a lot of people in the sports industry hang out at this joint. They had the Monday Night Maniacs party. We sent over a boatload of Kenny White power rating magazines. All the folks got magazines last night and all the great giveaways. Just another way to kick off a season, Vin. How you doing, bud?
3: Good, good, Brian. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, we had uh, some, uh, some of the folks appreciate you plugging the local place. Uh, we had uh, a few folks from out of town stop by last night. We had a great regular oh, awesome. crowd last night. And then, uh, of course, our ambassador, uh, good friend Tony Miller from down at the, the Golden Nugget. Was, oh, he yeah, tweeted <laughs> out
0: pictures with girls on his arm. Oh, my yeah. goodness.
3: Okay. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's on staff as our imba- official <laughs> ambassador over there. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, so, and uh, by the way, this Thursday, bright the uh, $5,000 worth of giveaways, uh, $500 up to uh, 10 folks who uh, uh, get drawn. Out of our uh, uh, slot club there at Oasis, so uh, good. Yeah, it was close to the. Hey, uh, uh, had um, a good a good turnout before the the game. Then during the game, obviously full house. And then after the game, some folks stop by and uh,
0: after the there game, were a
3: couple of a uh, couple of Raven fans there as well, which was close. hey, I'm was thrilled.
0: Nice. I'm thrilled to hear that you know because we say this, you know, that if you're coming from out of town and you're on the strip and you're doing the Vegas thing, put some bets in on the game. That's great. You're running around, you're having a great time, but. You know, you want to go get some great food and just you know, kick back, uh, you know, maybe not in, the, in, in a, a, a gong show, you know, uh, atmosphere. You want to go enjoy the game, play machines, uh, come in from out of town, and you're going to be able to talk sports over at Oasis. Now, So we've said that in the fantasy drafts. I'm glad some people are taking, taking us up on that because I think it's a lot of fun. So that game last night, Vinny, I'm telling you, my friend, if the Raiders would have – what would we be saying today? it's amazing. If the Raiders had lost that game, think they got it one knees down after all the celebration, takes 5 minutes, they line up quarterback sneak and then they come up in a false start and then they throw a pick. You you can't make that stuff up. What would we be saying today if the Raiders had given that game away?
3: We'd be saying that it it looked like they look like a team that didn't play their regulars in, in any preseason games, uh, mm-hmm. and, and and there's several teams that that look that way. Um, you know, camp was as long, but but three games. There there are teams out there that look so out of sync, and that you that September. For some teams, is going to is is going to be their uh, their preseason. Um, there guys, and I give a lot of the players credit for, for you know getting through an entire game, and those that played overtime yesterday especially, because a lot of these players are not. Listen, they're in shape. Let's remember that, but they're not game fit. There's a big difference uh, between uh, being in shape and being being game fit. But that that would have been a, a big criticism, I think. Uh, but they did find a way to win. Uh, what's amazing is you know, but on the on the flip side, in, in I'm sure in Baltimore today, and if you listen to John Harbaugh's comments after the uh, after the game, he was talking about the fact that they couldn't close the deal. I mean, they had to lead twice uh, and uh, just couldn't put the Raiders away. Raiders had no timeouts and what, about 38 seconds to go. They went two two plays and and Oops. got within field goal range. So something to be said for uh, for both teams uh, it was very entertaining great atmosphere last night and uh and the betters uh, got got the best of it uh, actually uh I by the mean, way uh, at half,
0: at halftime i was talking to our buddy tony Neville, our good friend from treasure island it's going to be great to see tony he's coming in studio with us for hour number 2 today you know one of these days i mean i know you know i know you're a shooter ben you know one of these days come on by I mean, it's good to see it you know you, you Good-looking guy, kind of love you, and, you know, shake Why don't you come you. here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, he, he shut that down real quick, tugged to Tony devil at halftime, and, and I saw Tony Miller was tweeting it out. When, when it went to overtime and the clock's ticking down, he goes, the sports books still have a chance. I know the books were really hoping for the under, not the case.
3: Well, yeah, but again, look, you know what? If, if you look at the results from the weekend, uh, it was certainly a, a, a good, very good weekend to be a bookmaker. The fact that the betters got there last night, you tip your cap to them, and now they're they're you know a little bit uh, a little bit flush uh, to to get gearing up for this week, starting with uh, Thursday night uh, with the with the Giants and Washington and and college football. So look, it's not always going to go your way uh, as a bookmaker. Uh, not crying, you got to tip your cap to the folks and let them, uh, let them enjoy it. And uh, they got the best of it last night. I mean, there was a lot of... Uh, pros went under the 51-and-a-half, 52. Uh, but the general public, as I've always said, they love points, and they uh, they sure got them last night. So, Raiders and over. Raiders on the money line, and uh, uh, that's okay.
1: Vinny, a good point by you, in in my opinion, about the, the, the preseason. I, I'm watching this game, and it it kind of looked like a fire drill with clowns. I, it just... No, nobody looked like they knew what they were doing, and and entertaining, yes, from the close score perspective and going overtime, but I I just saw a lot of mistakes on both sides. I I whether I won or lost that game, if I'm the head coach of those teams, I I'm a little PO'd this morning.
3: Well, yeah, I, I again, uh, Steve, you're, you're you're spot on, but but it is the world which we, within which we live, and I think you got to take that into your. I mean, we're going to take it into somewhat of a consideration. And, in terms of, uh, you know, when we make these numbers, uh, not going to overreact from week one to week two, because a lot of people will do that. But, you know, for the most part, you're, you're really not going to get an identity for some of these teams until we get through September. And, um, uh, again, you, you can – but, you know, you can make a case, too. The Rams didn't really look like they didn't play the preseason. I mean, they, 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 the they played a much better game. But there are teams like last night, uh, I mean, uh, that that didn't, you know, they didn't, they they just didn't look at it. So, again, it's very easy. There are two things that come from week one. Uh, One of them is during, right? Folks tend to overbet week one because they've been clamoring for the the NFL all summer and then tend to overreact between week one and week two. Um, You can't really do that. And, again, an illustration of that, is is the Monday night game coming up next week, where the Packers are double digits against the, the Lions? So, um, you know, what today is a big, day, you know, yesterday and today following up on injury reports, you have to do that. Um, Raiders with a short week and then they've got to travel. So coming off of last night, you got to look and see, you know, what's uh, what, you know, what how they're going to react to it. But there's definitely last night was a, I, I thought the Raiders in particular. Uh, because we know how good the uh, the Ravens uh, do in the preseason. Uh, they're probably the best preseason team in the league. Uh, but I've got to tell you, the Raiders looked very out of sync, particularly in that first half.
0: Hey, Vinny, by the way, a big story. We said this would happen during the year. I thought it would be individual guys, and the outbreaks would be maybe hopefully a thing of the past. Watch out for this one, my friend. New Orleans Saints, eight members of the organization, test positive for covid and we're like, talking about six offensive coaches, a player, and a nutritionist. And the hope against hope is that's not the tip of the iceberg.
3: Well, yeah, I mean you're looking you're looking at a, a situation, Brian, where um, the the John gone saying hello. By the way, uh, hey John, uh, to the <laughs> tell, uh, him, tell him
0: thanks thanks for Nebraska stepping on the Buffalo. No, I'm not
3: going to bring up Nebraska, <laughs> the, but. Uh, <laughs> We got about you know, 30, but,
0: second, yeah, thirty seconds, Vin. On, yeah, on we've got COVID. to
3: really pay attention to the COVID situation uh, now. I'm sure they're, they're scrambling in contact tracing, uh, especially not only for for betting purposes. And the Saints uh, are, are three and a half point favorites going to Carolina this week. But for contest purposes and fantasy purposes, that's where you really have to you know you may have to steer clear of it, Frank.
0: No, there's no getting around that. And by the way, as of now, uh, the good news is. The game is still on the board, but clearly yeah. something we got to keep. Close All right, quick timeout. Back with Vinnie Maliu with Stevie Slash on Series 204 of the SportsGrid Radio.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: 204 The Sports Good Radio Network. It's Vegas Sports Good Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slats, that's one of our favorite guests, one of our favorite people. Vinny Malilo is kind enough to join us today on a Tuesday. Vinny, Stevie and I were talking in the first segment. You know, car throws it 56 times last night. You know, short yardage. Uh, you know, the first and goal at the one inch, or, well, second and goal at the one inch line, false start. Fourth and one, uh, they go for it and don't get it. I mean, teams, what's with these quarterbacks? And throw and throw and throw and throw, and and nobody knows how to get get short yardage done anymore. Where has the running game gone in football?
3: Well, we know it's a passing league, first of all, Brian. Uh, The Raiders carry over from last year. They were the, I believe they were ranked last. uh, I believe you're right. uh, In uh, uh, having to gain less than two yards. uh, uh, You know, and so. That their offensive line certainly needs work. Leatherwood is, I think, getting a lot of a lot of heat. He's, he's got a long way to go. Uh, I know he's a rookie, but still, I think, when, when you start looking at these, these situations. But what's curious about what you just said is this. Marcus Mariota comes in the game last night on the first series and has the best run from scrimmage. Again, it was situational, I get it. Has the best run from scrimmage uh, 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 for, for anybody on the Raiders and yet on fourth and one a couple of times particularly on the goal line what what, what do you what, what do you why wasn't he in the game then I mean you knew cars that's not Carr's forte right and they weren't getting the push so even if he didn't get it on on the uh, on the fourth when they went on the goal line uh when they had first and goal from from the one even if he didn't get it, he's a threat they have to you know the defense has to adjust to that so I uh, I don't know. I find it very curious, and and, and again, uh, I think uh, it's it's not just the players. Uh, when in, in situations like that, it's it, you have to look at the coaching staff as well on the play calling.
1: Hey, Vinny, the, I, I was watching the, the the two Manning brothers on on ESPN do the game, which is a fantastic watch, by the way. Their insights are just awesome, and they said one of them said exactly that. Marietta was so good. On that early play, bringing him back in 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 this fourth in in this uh, goal line situation and use him, exactly what you just said,
3: because he, he he's a threat and again even if he's not the the, the, the first option he's the second option or, or or he is the first option and he can get outside it's just not that's not, you know Derek Carr's game forte but again you used him on the very first series of the game. What what are you thinking here, guys? So I, I listen. They escaped last night. Uh, give them credit. They made plays when they had to make them, uh, it was, and it was exciting uh, for the fans that were, that were there. And it was, it was a great turnout. It was, it was a great, I it was a great night not only for the later or for the Raiders, but a, a great night for the city of Las Vegas.
0: No, there's no doubt. So let me ask you, Van, The Green Bay thing. I, I mean, that stuff happens occasionally but that's just a beat down. And we yep. know all the stuff that transpired in the off season. Now they're laying 10 and a half next Monday night in their home opener against Detroit. And maybe they come out and, you know, they look pretty good, but again, you, how much of a grain of salt do you take it with? Cause it's Detroit or how closely are we watching these guys and say, there is something dramatically wrong here. I mean, do you give them the benefit of the doubt, uh, first game of the year, weird preseason, or is that a massive problem going on there? Well, I think
3: it's a little bit of everything that you, you just mentioned, Brian. But let's face it, uh, the Lions, too, have some injuries uh, that they're dealing with. Um, I think Okuda has lost for the season. So, they, you know, their defense is, like is going to be better. And, by the way, they made that game interesting on Sunday because the 49ers completely – Lost track of, of the game situation, you know. When you're up like that, uh, you know you've got to manage the game, and they did a very poor job of managing that game. And uh, I mean, so that's something that the Niners will have to correct. But that's also something that comes into uh, into this number again. This is a situation, as I mentioned uh, in the first segment, that you don't want to overreact here. The game is in Green Bay. It's a division game. Uh, and you know what's, what's interesting is the entire division lost last week. So here's a game where you know I'm not going to say it's a must a must win by any means, but the reality is okay you're the favorite you've got to take care of of this game at home, and anticipating from our side of the counter you, you know that the Packers are going to be betting this game at home coming off of that debacle last week they're going to be in every teaser and uh there's certainly uh, there's going to be a lot of carryover from the weekend uh, with those teasers uh, the fact that the game is on monday night so um now that's that's why you can't overreact to week one from uh, from our side of the counter now if this one's a close one well then then you gotta really start downgrading the uh, uh take a serious look at the packers uh but i suspect that uh uh, they'll, they'll uh, if you, if they're going to get healthy and, and and sorry for the folks from Detroit listening, uh, it's a situation where uh, I, I think uh, this is a game that uh, sets up uh, good for the Packers.
1: I try not to overreact, Vin, but but I always do react. I just react differently, I think, than the public. In that awful loss, I'm looking at a team to bounce back. Off a win, I'm looking at a team to maybe take their foot off the gas a little in the next game. So I, I don't think I like the side in, in either team here. I may look at the under uh, next Monday night in, in this game. The well, one thing I'm definitely going to be watching the game for is how does Green Bay respond to what happened last week. If they come out and they don't look very good at all, that they, they got problems in Green Bay if, it, if, if we see two games like that.
3: Well, there's no question about it. If you see two games like that against, uh, and again the second one being against the Lions and and, and it being home, uh, then yeah, there, there's cause for concern. And then there's a, a more of a more of an adjustment to the power rating, Steve. I think you know it starts with the offensive line because Rodgers just could not get comfortable. He had no protection. And again, you got to credit the Saints. The Saints defense is good. I mean, they've got some people, some parts missing on, on offense. Uh, we know, but Winston was uh, was terrific. Uh, definitely uh, more mobile uh, than what we've seen under center uh, for, this, uh, for the Saints in the past. So it's a different dynamic that uh, teams have to deal with. The other thing, guys, is this. You know, you you got to remember that in week one, teams have had four months to prepare for for opponent. For game
0: one. That's a great uh, point.
3: Okay, now you've got a, a week uh, or less, really, to, to get ready for your next opponent, even though you're probably going to be a bit more familiar with a division opponent here. So um you know i think maybe in the back of the, the packers i don't think you you know teams don't let up uh or let down there's more letdowns i think and look aheads in college than there are in the pros uh but you know maybe maybe the packers uh just uh they they coasted in a game that they the Saints certainly look more intense for sure
0: there's no you know we shall see but it is a you know, as a Bills guy, I watch that game halfway, or third quarter, I'm sitting there going, they're not right. There's something not right. And then they were still kind of in control of the game, and they beat themselves. And good on the Steelers walking out of there and getting a win. And as I'm watching, a part of me's going, yeah, maybe the best thing for them. Don't be reading your press clippings. Nothing gets handed to you. And, you know, we'll know down the road. Maybe that's a wake-up call for the Packers. Maybe that's a wake-up call for the Bills. It depends how teams react.
3: Well, there's no question about it, but here's what, you know, again, if this, if this week is, uh, you know, a care, if there's a carryover effect, then you really, I think it's, I think it starts with, look, it starts with Rogers. He, you know, he, does he really want to be there? Obviously he doesn't. I mean, they're talking about this being his, you know, his swan song in green Bay. That's a big distraction, uh, for, for a professional team. And so, uh, but again. Uh, the anticipation is that the, the Packers will be bet in this game. They'll be a bet on the money line. They'll be bet in, in teasers. Uh, and, uh, and and the public is certainly going to look for a bounce back by the Packers. And the number tells you that. And the fact that it hasn't come off at 10.5, uh, it hasn't come down for sure. Uh, it, it, again, with the, with the carryover, it's likely to go up.
0: Then we get a couple of minutes. I mean, if you want to go NFL or college, you do such diligent work with your power ratings. Who are some of the teams you've had to make a pretty significant adjustments on or teams that you have a spotlight on to keep close tabs on?
3: Um, I think in, in, there's more so in college, Brian, and, and again, not a big overreaction after week one in the pros yet, but I think when you start looking at, at the colleges, really you have to – got to – Take a serious look and upgrade Oregon after what they've done the first couple of games. Uh, the Pac 12 in general, I yeah. think, is better than what we've seen in recent years. You've got to remember, in the past, what, uh, eight years, uh, you know, I think seven out of the last eight years, the Pac 12 has been eliminated from the playoff discussion already. That's not the case now when you look at how oh, good UCLA has, has played. Uh, you know, there's a change, obviously, at, uh, uh, at SC, uh, and, and Washington doesn't look good. But I think Oregon and, and UCLA, uh, particularly Oregon after the win uh, it, at Ohio State last week is, is a big statement. So i going to downgrade uh, Ohio State a little bit because of, uh, I think, particularly, you know, they, they're going to have to get uh, the quarterback situation squared away. Uh, Alabama, you just keep, you know, Alabama is Alabama, right? Uh, but LSU's been downgraded. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Cincinnati. Big game coming up for them, right? I mean, uh, you've know, got Indiana they got Notre Dame. Notre Dame's escaped a couple of games, let's face it. Oh, yeah, and then they dropped, so yeah. I mean, we'll they dodged to, a know. bullet
0: yeah. and twice. So, uh, Vinny yeah. Maliulo, I'd be Vinny on Twitter. He is a dear friend. He's a Las Vegas legend. Our friends at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur, you're coming in go over there. Great food, great drink. If you're in town on Monday, the Monday Night Maniacs football party is great. Thanks
2: for doing this, my friend. We'll do it again soon.
3: Good to be with you guys as always. Have a great week.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Meanwhile, at the
1: University of Nebraska, computer scientists have developed a version of the Internet that is up to
2: 100 times faster than the current system. According to analysts, those using the new system to log on to America Online will now be disconnected in three one-thousandths of a second.
1: (laughs) Hey, Billy, who would you rather bone? Meg Ryan or Jack
2: Nicholson? Jack Nicholson now or 1974?
1: 74.
0: Meg Ryan. Now, everybody, have you heard? If you're in the game, within the strokes, the word. All right, back with your Vegas Sportsbook Radio. A little norm mcdonald for you coming back in uh stevie you got on twitter last segment and you're bopping around seeing it norm mcdonald uh has passed away at age 61 reportedly was battling um cancer for quite a while and, and yeah. didn't tell anybody but that stinks it I gotta, does i gotta tell you something in the last year or no the last two years, maybe even more so last year, because there was a lot going on this summer. But there were still nights in the summer this year. I know I did this. I did this a lot last year when we were stuck home, and that I'd be out on the patio at night, and, and yeah, there's nothing on TV, and I would literally go to YouTube, and I would type Norm Macdonald in, and I watched. I bet you probably a good three hours of Norm McDonald stuff, like over time. The guy is just absolutely hilarious. Yes. And and I mean that's just that's sad. I mean that, that that's a sad one for me. I'm telling you, the stuff he did when he was doing the news at Saturday Night Live, I don't think anybody I personally, I don't think anybody's done it better. He was hilarious. He was irreverent. He didn't care. He said what he thought and you know frankly Probably, what he did then wouldn't fly today. You're but, right. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. Comedy's comedy, but then that was his. That was the beauty of him was he didn't care.
1: I I think some of it in in a Johnny Carson vein. He did on purpose, you know, not to be funny to then get the reaction.
0: He would do stuff that if 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 the joke bombed. It was funnier, correct? The way they'd react from the
1: joke bombing. Yeah, that, that that's what he wanted, and then and then I did the same thing with Norm McDonald. I would go to YouTube often, and a lot of what came up also, in addition to the Saturday Night Live news, was his appearances on Conan O'Brien, which were absolutely side splitting. I I was laughing so hard my side hurt at, at some of those uh, segments that he did with Conan O'Brien.
0: Oh well, he and, and Letterman, he was uh, he and Letterman. And then, but then his own stuff was, was nuts. Yep. now it's great. Mr. Bavona, I'm sure you want to chime in. I sent you the text. We almost lost our producer. Yeah. I mean, so shocking, I guess. Cause he, I mean, I understand wanting to be private about it, but wow. Um, and the funny thing is, is that I literally just watched Billy Madison maybe about two nights ago. And
1: I, I mean, he has some of the best lines in that too. I think he was probably one of the funnier uh, – sp- he always had great uh, small roles in all of um, the Happy Madison movies uh, that that he did. You know, even in
0: uh, in um, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo, when he plays the uh, – I, I believe he's a Scottish uh, man Manhar, <laughs> I've been in this yen-yen for 10 years.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: man. No, that stinks. Oh, I wow. stood doing I love him in that. <laughs> yeah. No, he was phenomenal. So that's sad that's sad news on a Tuesday. And, and that, as oh. always, then you try to segue back into Yeah, know, good
1: luck, yeah.
0: Yeah, talking sport. Well, he'd want us to. I'll, right. I'll, play, yeah. I'll play that card. Okay, well done. He, he well, wanted to, he he would he want would. you to, and have a couple of we, laughs at, We should at, talk at about Canadian football his, now. His, his his yeah. Uh all right, so I'm still trying to wrap my head around how that football game went down last night. That was just that was a circus action.
1: It, it absolutely was. I I have no answers either. Uh, for for as good as Lamar Jackson is, those were two costly fumbles. You can't you can't do that, but God. When we were talking about with the with the with the running game, I again, I feel like the NFL has skewed this toward video game uh Look because they think that'll attract more fans. But if you can't run the football, it's still football, Brian. If you can't run the football, you have problems. You've got to be able to run the football. You know, the way to play the game now,
0: I know there'll be a lot of people. Oh, you, you did a parlay. I mean, there's a goofy thing to do. The advanced lines that are available for the next week's game. There's like a real defined market there that if you are in with conviction, like a game this week, it behooves you to look at that team and where are they going next week? Because these numbers, like De- Denver went from three to six. Right. From the advance line, right. they win, Jacksonville loses to Houston. The Jacksonville thing losing to Houston doesn't bother me. I loved Houston. That's, you know, they had, like Vinny said, they had a month to prep for that one game. Tyrod Taylor's going to win you some football games, and it's a rookie quarterback making his first start at all. Jacksonville could bounce right back, and, and this would be a night and day different thing. So, you know, you can't overreact. But you, if you like Denver and you really th- – and I thought Houston – I didn't do it. I wish I had. I'll tell you what I did do. But, I mean, I, the play would have been, you know, bet Denver against the Giants, also bet them against Jacksonville. If you thought those two things were going to happen. So anyway, what I did last night, I had played the right, actually did have the Raiders plus the four. And I had Jacobs over seven I played an alternate running rushing line on Jacobs that didn't get there. But what I did, I like. there were two games in baseball I liked last night. So I'm sitting there going, let me see if I can not not toothpicks the to lumber yard, but let me see if I can build something. So it's a long-winded story, but what I I had the over in the Red Sox game, and oh, forgive me. I forget the other one. That was the late game, and the early one went over. But I had those two baseball games, and I said, I'm convinced this number's going to come back. And I bet the Bills minus three against the Dolphins. It's the third leg of a three-teamer. And what happened today, it was three. It's back up to three and a half. Now Miami can certainly win, but I I think that Buffalo comes in with a sense of purpose. But but the point is, the stuff we talk about, everything is advanced in nature. And I, I could be completely wrong. Miami beats Buffalo, but the bottom line is by doing that and betting it early, right, especially wrapped around a key number, I'm laying three. Got it. Uh, it's a push. If it falls three. So the story is betting early in the week on select games. If you're convinced where a number is going to go, and there are and the numbers will tell you, just like we said in that, what was the first one? North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Right. If the numbers kind of telling you, if it's something's three minus twenty, it's going to go to three and a half. Yeah. Three minus. You know what I mean? Yep. So you want to get the best of the number, and sometimes people. They Want to wait till the end of the week, but if you know, if you know in your heart of hearts you're convinced and you know when the week progresses, you're going to bet. I'm they're definitely one of my plays. Bet them early in the week if you're convinced you're going to get the best of the number by doing it. It's a simple way of doing things, but a lot, I think a lot of people, and there are times I go, Damn, I didn't do it, I did it last night, but. You know what I mean? It's a getting yeah. the best of the number makes
1: a difference over the long haul. Right. You're always looking to get the best of the number. and you, Talking about this reminds me of what you talk about in golf. So if if you know the oh. guy's going to play well in this tournament because it's a golf course that he likes or he's in form at this point, bet him in the next tournament already, right? Because you're going to get a better number. And that number is going to come down when he performs well in the current tournament. Um, so same thing here in football. The other thing about this is, again... Try to react in opposition to how you know the public's going to react. In other words, a a team coming off a win, look look to fade them in the next game, if if possible, because the number's going to be inflated. The team coming off a loss, you're going to get the better of the number if you bet them.
0: And another one that came out was in New Orleans against Carolina. And that was – it was three. And you're like, well – Again, is it a one off the Packers thing? I kind of believe, and I, I think I got a problem on my hands now because of the COVID thing. Okay. But I, New Orleans minus three. Yeah. When it came out. Yeah. Now it's three and a half, four. Maybe that number comes back because of this COVID news. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just, I think I mean, my point is to try to train yourself. To look early on, and if you if you know in your heart you saw something and you you say yep they're on my list they're on my list, look at it, try to analyze it and break it down and say which way is that number gonna go, and if you're convinced the is gonna go
1: against you, then bet it early. Well, there's also that that axiom in town. Uh, Good bet, word. Bet, bet bet favorites early and bet dogs late because the public tends to bet favorites. So. Um, the number's going to go up on the favorite. Therefore, you bet them early in the week, so you get the better of the number there. And you bet the dogs late because the number's going to go up. You're going to get a better price at kickoff. The same thing with the overs and unders. You bet uh, overs early, and you bet unders late.
0: Believe me, I do this with many people and have for many, many years. I don't know that I've done this more than one or two times, but Stevie comes up with a good one. Axiom. A statement or proposition which is regarded as being established, accepted, or self-evidently true. Well played.
1: Yeah. Again, (laughs) my grandmother was an English teacher. My father was a journalist. I cannot add or subtract to save my life, and yet I deal with numbers every day, all day. Um, But my journalistic skills are pretty good.
0: So we saw the Raiders and the Ravens play last night. Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's five and a half. In that game, total let's call it 47 and a half. And come on now, where are they hiding? Oh, the Ravens. Oh, good, good, good for them. They get to play Kansas City next week. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kansas City is three and a half at the Ravens, total's 55 and a half. That's a game,
1: yeah. I, I, I'd be looking initially. My thought is Ravens and under, look for Ravens to. To respond to what happened last night. Uh, you're getting three and a half there. You're, you're getting the hook. And then under, because they're you know, they're gonna play well. well. We'll see how we'll see what Kansas City does. But. It's
0: only a game, right? It's a game. They played one week. But think about this the Cincinnati won. Okay, so they're competitive. Mm-hmm. Steelers win at Buffalo. Cleveland took KC to the mat. You could make the case maybe should have won the game. Yeah. Baltimore's a good football team.
1: Yes. They start zero two. No, I, 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 just, I, I, they, they could because they're playing Kansas City. But I'm, if I got to do something, I'm taking the three and a half.
0: Oh no, I don't disagree. I'm just saying big picture. I could some mini pickle for Baltimore. It is. I mean, they seem to, they got the running game going with Tavis Murray and the, the, the Williams.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. All
0: right, coming back with the injury report right here, Series Two Hundred Four Sports Cooper Radio Network.
1: mr reynolds has apparently changed his name to turd ferguson <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right
0: turd ferguson it's a funny name uh yeah i, I forgot celebrity jeopardy when he did burt reynolds nor mcdonald unbelievable uh what do you got uh, the, the COVID thing with new orleans kind of the Headline here, right, to wrap up our number one.
1: And that is pretty significant. Only one player affected by that, and he was already on IR, according to the Saints. So um, we'll see what comes of that. In, in baseball, real quick, for the White Sox, uh, Lucas Giolito, hamstring.
2: That's awesome, man. You got cured of AIDS.
1: Activated off of the IL and expected to start today for the Sox. And then also their shortstop, Tim Anderson, also a hamstring. <laughs> Also activated today and expected to be in the lineup for the White Sox. Uh, Not an injury, but uh, Ryan Braun officially announced his retirement today uh, from pace. That's us! Pacers meet the ball! It it certainly is. Um, And then those 49er injuries, doggone it. Uh, You know, the the, the cornerback done for the year now. And uh, and Mostert out. Uh, we're looking at like eight weeks for him with the uh, cartilage problem. The- and for those of you that didn't hear the uh, the Washington Football Team, Brian, not the Redskins, the football team uh, uh, put their quarterback Fitzgerald uh, on Fitzpatrick. IR. I'm sorry, Fitzpatrick. So I got the team right, and I got the player. Patrick goes... <laughs> with, with the di- It's a dislocated hip. Now, they call it a subluxation, but just in layman's terms, dislocated hip, it's extremely painful. He's going to miss more than three weeks.
0: There you go. There you go. The Injury Report, hour number two, Tony Neville, Treasure Island's in studio with us. Thanks to Chris Pavone, as always. A great job, well done. We've got another hour, Take it up Scott Pharrell on the network. Keep it right here. Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204, the Sportsbook. I'm going to take this swizzle stick and uh, I'll be shoving that right up your pee
3: hole.